You are now listening to the West Side of THAAfterparty.com. Yo, 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 it's your boy Sneaky from RR, recognition and respect. Tune in every Monday from 8 to 9 to catch up with me and my adventures and hear from my guests, ranging from artists to entrepreneurs and much, much more. Catch us every Monday of the week on the west side of the after party. See you at the party, y'all. What's up, party people? Thank you for following Sneaky to the after party. You're tuning in to Recognition and Respect every Monday night from 8 to 9 p.m. This show wouldn't be possible without my sponsors, Dewdrop Delights, home of the Wake and Bake Bar, a THC-infused breakfast bar with oats, nuts, dried fruit, and chocolate, great in the morning with coffee or tea, perfect for an on-the-go snack and pick-me-up, comes in four awesome flavors. I'm currently eating the uh, cranberry white chocolate, super bomb. Um, I like the bars first thing in the morning, helps keep me regular. It's a, it's a nice way to, like, you know, put something in my stomach and get stoned. So, yeah, the wake and bake. It's, 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 the, it's the truth. Um, and my other sponsor, day one supporter, literally since I was born, my brother had my back. His band, The Midnight Motives, uh, their, vi- their album Visions is now available on iTunes and Spotify. They have a show this Friday at the catch one and I'll actually be performing a couple songs with them off of our album collaboration which we put out in 2012 and I'll be playing a song from that album for the break when I bring in my guest. Today's guest is Rick from La Clica Podcast but before I bring him in I want to just talk about Adventure Time. I had a crazy crazy weekend. Um, I literally just woke up a couple hours ago um, and the read. So the way it went down is that, first of all, Border X kicked off their first Thursday Latin Jazz Night, and it's going to be happening every Thursday. And so I was there at Border X, and then I uh, had Speakeasy on Friday, and Speakeasy was wild, yo. Um, not only did we have a great turnout and hit numbers at the bar, all the performers were incredible. The energy was right. The crowd was involved. The lights looked dope. Like, honestly, I mean... <clears throat> We had a crazy, uh, we had some technical difficulties. My mixer actually took a complete shit and was crackling and the sounds were horrible and I was stressing out, having anxiety, like calling up people, trying to figure out what could make it crack. My boy Sesh Studio, he's been on the podcast before. Go check out previous episodes to hear about Sesh. He came through with his new mixer. He helped out um, basically not just like save the show essentially, but also helped with the EQing and the levels. And we had a great show, man. Um, Spiritual Advisory killed it. Uh, shout out Dimitri for holding it down. Blacktronica came through. The Holy Mob, dude, their beats were sick. We had a sick-ass Cypher freestyle session. And honestly, it's just one of those things that, like, um, I do this for myself because I, I get a kick out of throwing shows. Like, I enjoy it. It's fun for me. Of course, like, there's also, like, money involved, but sometimes I mean okay I say that selfishly of course like I do this for myself but I also do it for the community and I also do it because I want people to be able to perform shows and do the homie damage to first show I mean his performance wasn't that great but like you're not going to get better if you never have these experiences where you get to rock you know so 
uh, Friday, I really got to like step back and just realize how dope it was what we do there at the Redwood Room. I had the black and brown movement in the house, and they were just talking about how, you know, we have these international out-of-state acts coming and performing, like putting people on that other venues in LA aren't even doing. And it's, I mean, it's all underground, it's all independent. It's like you know, people aren't incredibly famous or anything, but I feel like there's going to be a point in time where they look back on this moment and what we were doing, the people we had come through, and they're going to realize that it was something special. You know, that's then that might just be my ego talking or my optimism, but I really believe that. So Speakeasy went late. We hit numbers. Then on Saturday, I was at Border X helping them prep for uh, DJ Hernandez. He's going to be rocking out every Friday night. Um, and right after that, I actually had a cruise over to uh, Jelani's 40th birthday party in, oh, no, no, wait, I'm sorry. Friday night was DJ Hernandez. I hooked him up, and then I went and did Speakeasy. And then on Saturday, I did a sound check for Los Guaraperos, who rocked at Border X, because they're going to have bands every Saturday. And after that, I went to Jelani's 40th birthday party, set up all the equipment. We had a crazy-ass show party. It was super cold. I'm pretty sure I got sick. Um, DJs were dope, though. We had some crazy sets, and the time change totally screwed us. Um, I was up until 6 in the morning and drove straight from Jelani's. I went straight to, the, to my boy Ray, Cultivarte's shop, and took a nap in my car. And then we went to the East Los Arwak, and we set up the East Los Arwak, and we were there all day. Had a couple hundred people come through, had some dope acts, uh, Babe Parade, NK Riot, Homegirl Beatrix came and dropped the set. Uh, I was DJing Dear Mama, Hood Brujas, or uh, Organic by the Ounce. Everybody came through. We had hella vendors. Uh, shout out Easy. Shout out Botel. Shout out everybody who came through, man. Made the Art Walk dope. And it was just a packed weekend. And uh, by the time we were done, it's 6, 7 o'clock. I was freaking exhausted. And I basically, like, I had not slept for enough hours and I just crashed and I straight up just woke up not that long ago and I was like shit I gotta prep for my show and so that was my adventure time uh coming up this week we do have our new monthly event the ill spot face myself and a couple other collaborators are going to be taking over uh Mel's bar every second Thursday of the month. So this Thursday, the 14th, is our first show. It's called The Society. It's just a, it's just a party, man. DJs, performers, painting, just trying to have a good time. You know, um, The bread and butter of my business is having events and having venues and putting people on. So we're, uh, it's been a crazy month, obviously, with the Border X Grand Opening and all the other stuff. So promo hasn't been good, but this is going to be a steady, consistent monthly and the people that I'm working with all know how to have a good time, so I'm expecting to have a lot of fun. So if you're free this Thursday and you want to get ratchet, come out to the society. I'll be posting up the flyer on my Instagram, sneakyent. And don't forget, Border X is open Thursday to Sunday, Thursday and Friday, 4 p.m. to 11 p.m., uh, Saturday, Sunday, 12 to 11, and like I said, Latin Jazz on Thursday, DJ Hernandez Friday, La Chamba this Saturday, and then Chicano Soul on Sunday, bringing you all the things to feed your Chicano Soul. 
don't miss out. Border X is amazing. Uh, I've heard nothing but good things. I keep having all my friends show up and post pictures. Uh, the beers are dope. So dope that we're basically sold out. Um, and uh, hopefully we're going to start brewing there this week and getting all the beers on tap so we can keep serving the Bell community. But just stay on the lookout. Follow everybody online. Uh, check out the flyers. Uh, we're going to go to a little break right now. I see Rick from La Clica here in the studio. So we're about to uh, get him in here, do a little sound check, get him on. So uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. And uh, this song you're about to hear is actually Lyrical Warfare from the album Collaboration, How We Live, Learn, and Create, that I released in 2012 with the then the Lowe's guys, who are now the Midnight Motives. We're going to be performing this Friday, this Friday the 15th, with the Paranoias at the Catch One. So I hope to see you all there. And I'll be right back. Brittany, take us out. here recognition and respect with your host sneaky i got my guest in the studio rick from la clica podcast what's up thanks you for doing, having brother? me yeah man appreciate it say hi to the people out there what's up people how are you guys doing so let's say uh who you are and what do you do get as literal and metaphorical as you want um well the simple answer is i'm just rick <laughs> but um i'm a i'm a producer and a host on la clica podcast uh, we have four other people on there. It's me, Chris, Joe, Bago, and then we finally got Anthony on there. We have other people coming in and out, but we also have a variety of t different types of guests. All musical, different types of artists, more shit coming out soon, but mostly musicians. Mostly musicians. We like having musicians, yeah. And how long has La Clica podcast been going on now? God, we're going on a year and a half, probably okay. more. Year and a half. Yeah, we're on a we're on a 31st episode, but not necessarily the 31st podcast officially <laughs> that, we, that we released. Like the first ones we had, we couldn't release them because it was just it was bad. Well, let's just, let's, yeah. let's tell people how you do it because we do it a little different. Right now we're live. Yeah, everybody's hearing this, and then exactly. I get the audio later and upload it. Yeah. But for your podcast, which I've been on, so if y'all <laughs> want to go check out La Clica podcast featuring Sneaky. Uh, it's out there. Um, we heavily edit. Yeah, you pre-record. <laughs> yep. And it's kind of like on everybody's time. You re-record long ass episode yeah. and then cut it down yep. to like the. I just uh, certain things on there should not be said or heard. Not right. not anything bad, but just between friends and. Well, you have a bunch of fucking knuckleheads on your crew. That's yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. Like our our mute button doesn't exist. Right. So we have an edit button. Yeah, and yeah, no filter over there. Uh, I remember our podcast. Some shit got said, and you're like, "That's definitely not gonna be." Yeah. <laughs> I take my little notes. So I gotta get one of these little ringers. Oh that yeah. I know. <laughs> hey, people people hate me for this because I just you know some people love it, some people hate it. Hey, for those people who hate it. <laughs> take it. I like that. Take it. <laughs> so a year and a half. So relatively new. Yeah. So how did this idea start? Like, why do a podcast? I mean, um, I know they're in right now, and obviously podcasting oh, is yep. Spotify just doing a huge deal. Bring podcasting in. Yep. Podcasting is the way of the future. But like, what was it for you and Our, you guys um, that? Well, 
we've always had a tendency to talk about music when I get together with my friends. And I don't get to see my friends anymore since I, I, I moved away kind of not far, but I just don't see them. Everybody's getting older. Everybody's getting married. Everybody has kids. Time just doesn't allow for your friends to be there anymore. And, um, you know, since the passing of my friend Angel, I kind of miss having that connection with music. So it's always been me and Chris. It's always been me, Chris, Bogle, Joe. Uh, we've always talked about different things like that. And I'm a fan of podcasts. And one day I just sat there thinking about it, like, why don't we just record this shit and just do something with it? Necessarily, it wasn't for, let's say, for an audience or for, for to have a fan base. It was just an excuse to get together. Yeah. And we we'd like, I always like recording. I used to record bands growing up. And it just came natural to me. Hey, just put this shit on the air. We'll fuck around. Um, the first rendition is a... Of the podcast was a story when I turned 21 we went to a strip club and it's a funny fucking story I want to put it on there but me and Chris saw different things and like you know he started calling me a liar I started calling him a liar went back and forth and I I sat there listening yeah, to 21 shit. fucked up I mean the memories are not gonna the stories are yeah. not gonna match well up. I initially <laughs> thought it was all one night apparently this is over two weeks <laughs> so it was it was so you kind of condensed the shit into a movie yeah. in your head but the funny thing is just the argument between me and him you know back and forth on it I it was funnier than hell you know like dude we gotta do this more often and that's how we brought the music aspect to it we're like, hey, let's talk about music, you know, let's talk about bands. We, we grew up with a bunch of punk bands, we a bunch of death metal bands. You know, let's, let's, let's get these people out there. And our, our thing is, you don't know who Lepra is, per se, if you didn't grow up in that area. Right. Right? Somebody in Texas never heard Lepra for sure. If we could get one person listening to Lepra, it's going to spread like wildfire. Well, most of our listeners yeah. are in Texas, so y'all listen to Lepra, cause yep. now we're gonna make the dream come you know, true. You got <laughs> Lepra, our first our official guest for Nema, old friends of ours, and they loved it. And and the the, th the thing about Nema is, from our podcast, just talking about it, he kind of re you know rejuvenated that love for music and started doing it more. And then now he's amped up about it. You know, it's our brother Canonos, but. That just talking about music just rekindled that love, and he started doing it again, dude. Yeah, we love having that. It's not so much about us; it's about our guests. You know, we like talking about our experiences. There's some funny stories out there that people don't hear about. So, how long have you? Well, I mean, that's that's a dumb question. Sorry, let me take that back. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you uh, you talked about growing up with death metal bands, punk bands. Mm -hmm. Like, were you in the scene? Did you throw shows? You said you recorded bands. Like, I did. What was that like growing up? Did you ever play music? Did any of your I friends play tried, music? I tried, but like, my mental capacity and my my memory just doesn't work that well. I if if I memorize a song, it's not the way it should be. It should sound, and I can never jive with somebody else. Mm. I never had that in me. I grew up around music. My uncles played in Mexican bands. They, they played all the different backyards and different clubs. And I was a roadie as a kid, and I loved the music. But the one thing I cannot do is keep a freaking beat. So I can't do, 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 do. I can't do that. It, it, it gets <laughs> boring it in your after. Mouth? <laughs> yeah, it gets boring. It got boring quick. <laughs> I can't do that. I don't have that. I don't have that love. But I did have the love. Um, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I, I do have an ear for for sound. I I love recording. I love finding different ways to record stuff. Just finding out to put a speaker against the corner of the wall, you could get a better sounding recording out of that than a you know ten thousand dollar microphone. So just finding out those little things made me want to, you know, pick up my first recorder, Tascam recorder. 
But um, you still record bands, or that that ship has sailed? That it sailed. But when we had when we had Dub Eight on the on the podcast, that was my first recording session in a very long time. And you seen our microphones? I just spread it out throughout the house, and it sounded not not bad. Those talented musicians that made the 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 recording really good, but. Same time, I'm like, man, I want to do this again. I missed it, dude. Yeah, dude. Cause we used to record in my garage, but going back, you know, it was just I love recording bands. I used to do my first in 1994, I did my first punk show, and it was a wild success. But it wasn't just because of what stuff I did. It's all my friends I pitched in. I mean, I had I had friends. I won't name them because I don't know the the limit of the limit of uh yeah. But he went up to HP and he put flyers in every tree in Stockton Court. Right, right, right. Right, all the walls, everything had it. And I was like thinking, like, dude, this, this brings us all together. We we take ownership mm-hmm. in this show, and we're just doing it to have fun, you know. And I I love that aspect of it. I feel like that's when you get the best shit. Is yeah. when people are just trying to have fun. Yeah. Like I I still feel that yep. some of my greatest times, like at parties or events I did or performing, was where I didn't really care. Yeah about getting paid or how yep. many people showed up it was just supposed to yep. be a good time and it was you yeah. know yeah like i never the punk shows i never made money you know a lot of stuff we borrowed uh, if i had enough money i'll buy a speaker <laughs> you know just to make you know have somebody with a vocal there yeah yeah yeah. but we, we we did what we did and it was fun it was some of the best times when money wasn't a big object about it right you know we just made it happen but then you got older you got older I, I i got a career that i never thought i would see myself in and that you know that tanked my my dreams and aspirations of anything in me. <laughs> Bummer, so, dude. Yeah, I why you have to come out here with that negative <laughs> energy, bro? <laughs> it was a 15-year hiatus I woke up from. You know. Hey, well, I'm glad you're awake, man. <laughs> Some people stay asleep. Yep. It, you so know, you started the podcast as like a way to just get together with your friends, talk yeah. music, and then mm-hmm. reconnect with these older bands, yeah. people that were still doing music, and just kind of like support Correct. them, right? Correct. I think that's dope, and that whole idea of rekindling, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, as an artist, personally, like, yeah. you need that. You need someone else to mm-hmm. give a fuck about your artwork. Exactly. Just to, to remember how much, like... Exactly. Because sometimes, like, you lose the passion. You lose yeah. the drive, you know? Like, exactly, yeah. You got to keep yourself motivated. Yeah. And sometimes it gets hard. But when you mm-hmm. run into a group of people who are like, yo, man, we fuck with your shit. Yeah. Like, this is dope. Or you, and they take interest. You're yeah. like, yeah, this shit is fucking yeah, dope. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Like, I got to keep like, doing it. For me, it, it was... I can't tell how many times I just wanted to call it quits because I got a life outside of this. And it's a big life. And I got a lot of things going on. But every time I, I want to call it quits, I'll get a text message from Cononos. Like, hey, dude... You know, I, this guy said this thing about the podcast. He loves it, man. And something inside of me goes, dude, I, I love that. I love that somebody discovered something off of something that we put out there. You know, and then I that, but my friend Canona's, you know, relived it. He loves it. Dude, the man, Brittany knows all that. How many times do I want to quit, Brittany? <laughs> How many times I'm like, I'm done with the after parties. Too expensive. My guests be canceling on me. <laughs> Late. But then, <clears throat> but then we have that. But then we have that dope ass conversation, yeah. and they walk out like, yeah. "Yo, this was cool." Exactly. And then you see them sharing it, yeah. and it gets a hundred listens, yep. and people book shows off of yeah. something that they saw here, and yeah. you get to help them out with all this content <laughs> and connect it. And Brittany's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna 
<laughs> yeah. And now goes Brittany. <laughs> and then you don't want to quit. It's like exactly. you got to, this is what I do it for. This yeah. is why like I like bringing people and putting them on and. Yep. I was reminded and humbled today by the homie Spec that I'm not actually on yet. Mm-hmm. I know, fool, but <laughs> I got some shit going, cracking, you know? So I'm trying to put whoever I can on. Yeah. But, um, and it's dope, man. And so, like, yeah. we obviously clicked up because we're kind of doing similar, similar things. Exactly. Have similar drive. You Same probably area. see a little bit of yourself. Oh, yeah, we're both from HP. Yep. Go Spartans. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember 34, I rolled the bench in baseball. <laughs> but I, th- I I actually really started taking notice when we were having the same guests or you yeah. were having guests of people that I knew yep. and like I was like oh yep. shit like we're moving in our, like concurrent circles you know there's yeah. like some overlap yeah. so I was like let's fuck and then exactly you, then you got my guitar player to yep. be on the podcast and yep. I came on and I saw how fun it was yeah. and I mean and I don't know about you but like for me it's really therapeutic I have a speech, a speech impediment that makes me... I'm embarrassed of talking in front of people, dude. Really? Yeah. I would never notice. Yeah, it, it doesn't... Like, when I was in my old job, I had a really authoritative position that allowed me to voice my opinion without worrying about sounding stupid. It sounded stupid anyways. And but no one really told you you sounded yeah, stupid. Yeah, it, and now with this, it's really therapeutic. I, I actually... I'm not afraid of talking in public. I'm not afraid of talking my mind anymore. Um, before I was, but nowadays I just say what what comes to mind. Not to be offensive at all, but just whatever comes to my mind, I'm not afraid to say it. Right, right, right. And um, for me, you know, like I got a lot of I got a lot of dark webs in my closet, and it, it helps out talking about the different music it brings out. One of the things that helped me, like I never like say, I never hated hip hop. I never really dug it, you know. Right. I never got into it. Kind of like Metallica. Well, that's a, that's. A, I'll, I'll bring that up. Right <laughs> We're gonna talk about that. It's on my. It's on my notes. <laughs> but like, I I liked hip hop, but I hated some of the people around it that I couldn't stand, you know. And, and that kind like of who? made it like personally, like like, certain, like 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 local. Yeah, folks? certain people I never got along with. Uh, you know, I don't want to say bullies because I don't believe in bullies. They are out there, but the people who punk me are the ones who listen to hip hop a lot. You know. And oh, like for your speech impediment shit? Yeah, like they were like, oh, do, 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 you know, fucking do all the stupid shit and, uh, and back on me. That didn't affect me, but I just, I took it out on the music versus taking it out on them. Right. I don't, I'm a person who doesn't hate people. Well, it became part of like that, you related that with the culture. Yes. And it kind of is with the culture, like yeah. the dozens and battle rap yeah. and the, the way you kind of like have to be better. Yeah, like exactly. Be able to pick. I mean, especially yep. when you were growing up, yep. battle rap and like that whole, like in the early days, yep. it really was like competition, contention and yeah. shit. So. so, I mean, but also I started listening to hip hop and I, I, it sparked something in me and I'm like, dude, I've been missing out, you know, I honestly have. And There's a lot of good music out there, man. It, it is. A lot of good music out and there. And then you start meeting people who actually make the music. You're like, oh, crap, dude. This is this fool's not bagging on yeah. me. He's actually really cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and not just that, but somebody made a comparison from hip-hop to punk. It's the same, not style music, but the same route. You know, they do the, the same backyard shows. They go through the same um, headaches and heartaches that punk rock does or metal does. And then you start you start putting that like what about country music or what even about where this? where it comes from right like yeah. punk was always like 
anti-system it was like expression like for people who didn't have a voice trying to like you know fucking make make themselves be heard against the like like against the system against the man right yep and that's kind of how that's how hip-hop started like no resources like this growing this this dystopia like this Mm -hmm. distrust of the of the system system, and the need to express and this like explosion of like culture and exactly so it's like it's very similar not music Mm -hmm. content wise Mm -hmm. but just kind of like like you said the, the experiences yeah. and how it came about and yep. stuff. So. Can I say it better myself? It, it's punk rock is hip hop. Hip hop is punk rock. Yeah. Oh, and you I know? mean a lot of like hip hop. They're the new rock stars, right? Yep. Like a lot of these rappers are like, yep. they, or they want to be anyway. I don't Tell know. I missed out on the whole culture just because I was. I closed my world down to certain things because of my experiences. And that's actually a good segue mm-hmm. into the challenge <laughs> that La Clica just had, which honestly, um, I'll be honest, I haven't listened to a lot of your episodes. Yeah. But, uh, They're hard is, to listen to. It is sometimes. in my queue. And you have a lot of them, right? Like, I can't go back. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I, and I, I'm, not, like, I'm a fan, so I have a lot of podcasts yep. that I'm listening to all the time. But... I did listen to the mm. Convince Me Dick yeah. Challenge podcast episode. <laughs> that was episode. one of Chris's uh, challenges. Hey, man, for Chris, as, as useless as he is, mm-hmm. that, that's, I'll, give him, I'll give you one, yeah. Chris. Go, all right, you Chris. You got two, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I liked the podcast. Mm-hmm. I liked the way you followed it up on social media. Mm-hmm. It was very engaging, very yeah. entertainment. I was able to follow along. Yep. So let's talk about the Convince Me Dick Challenge and how that came along. So... We're always trying to come up with stuff. We always come up with ideas. And one of the ones that Chris came up with was a Convince Me Dick Challenge. To challenge somebody or yourself to listen to something that you normally wouldn't listen to. So say you hate Garth Brooks. That would have been your challenge. Come listen to it. And if you still at the end of the end of the challenge cannot come up with a reason why you hate it. You know, if you don't have a reason, I'm sorry, why you like it or you hate it, tell us. Explain to us why. Yeah. You know, and, and be like transparent and yeah, and like, be be honest yeah. with yourself. What is it about it? You know, or is it just you? Yeah, being an just, asshole, just being close-minded. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, I've always had a hatred for Metallica. I never understood their fans. I never understood what was so great about them. The way Chris told it to me was, they sold millions of albums. They've toured the world. They've had they have tons of fans. None of that matters to me. Right. It's like I wanted to hear the core of Metallica. So my challenge is to listen to Metallica and Justice for All. And um still not a fan. <laughs> but at least I can explain to you why, you know. Um, none of their music hits me, you know, like. Like you didn't get an emotional reaction. I don't. I don't, I don't have a connection to them. Um, everybody likes their, their, their video. Not their, their music video, but the one they shot were uh, some kind of monster, I think it was called. And... They're telling about their problems and, you know, they're... they're oh, the documentary, the documentary where they were, yeah. like, about to break up and that's, then they had to go to therapy yeah, together and all that. That's great and all, but all I saw was these fuckers don't even have their music written down. They go into students to write music, so where does the meaning of that music come from? That just solidified why I don't like Metallica because none of their music, at least from that video, came from the heart and soul. It came, it came down to what sounds better. And how do we how do we make a yeah. commercially successful yep. album? Yep. That we need to make so buy. much money on this because we're spending all this money on therapy. We're paying forty thousand dollars a month for it. It made it worse, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made it worse. But I did find a few songs like uh, the movie Old School, the the Metallica song that came out when they kidnapped the uh, Blue and all the other members. 
Um, that was a badass song, but based off of the scene, not right, right, right. the song. That gave you some emotional connection because yes. you liked the movie. I saw something to it, yeah. You didn't know what you probably didn't know was Metallica. Yeah. And you were like, this is fucking dope. Yeah, and then you're like, exactly. oh, that's that song. The, yeah, I, I didn't think about it. And then um, Spawn, the movie, has... Uh, sorry, I'm smacking a lot. <laughs> uh, Spawn, the movie, has a soundtrack. It has Metallica and some other DJ. I'm sorry if I, I had it down on a podcast, but... That that rendition of Metallica. Oh yeah, yeah, was yeah, badass. yeah, yeah. I heard that was what you put on DJ Instagram. DJ Spooky, I think. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ You're Spooky. like, I don't know who you are, but yeah. good shit, bro. Yeah. yeah, dude. He 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 made it to me with feeling. I'm, I'm I'm not expressing what I want other people to hear for me, but that the way that DJ spun the Metallica song, I understood it more. That's crazy how that works, huh? Yeah. Like sometimes the remix or the cover is yep. better than the original. Yep. And I can't remember the other song I, I actually liked from them, but it was one of their popular songs. Sorry. Nothing else matters. No. Was, was it that one? It was another one. There's another one that kind of it didn't resonate because of the lyrics, but the the tone of the bass. I hit feel me. like I I commented like that's one of their I most popular did. Yeah, commercial I think radio hits. You did. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that was that was and actually one of the. Nothing else. It, it probably I think was. It was. I can't remember. Because it's all like slow yeah. and like it's like it's like it moves. He's like never open. But you see what I mean? This way. But you yeah. see what I mean? It's not stuck in my head. Right. It's not stuck in my head. You also you know? said you have a bad memory, though. I you do have a real bad memory. <laughs> and eventually, I'll have dementia, you know? Yeah. So oh. this podcast helps me remember these things. Yeah, you'll be able to go back and yeah. or someone like, you know, they'll yep, be like, exactly. Uncle Rick, do you remember? Yeah, like, <laughs> like who's Rick? <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, honestly, that you got to come up with more challenges. Chris, this is my challenge to you. Come up with another dope challenge because that one was tight. But how come everybody else isn't updating? Did Bago ever update? Because I feel like he, he was supposed one. to listen to mumble rap, right? Yeah. Did he ever figure out if he fucks with it or not? Did I don't want find... to. I don't want to burn the podcast we're gonna have soon, but. Well, we let he... you say you gotta tune in to find out yeah. if Bago liked the mumble rap. The, everybody's busy. I mean, I get it, and <laughs> I have a little bit of free time when I'm driving home. If you notice, all those right, who are driving yeah, home. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I, my mind is clear and I could talk. Well, you were stuck in traffic, right? Oh uh, no. She's on her. No, um, I actually had it. I was thinking about it all day at work because even one of my coworkers listens to the podcast, and he goes, he goes, "Hey, you're listening to uh, Metallica? Turn up the radio." Yep. <laughs> so, so I, all those thoughts were stored at work, and then as soon as I get in the car, record. Let me let me get it off. Hey man, it worked. It was super. It yeah, was super I appreciate it, man. Yeah, Doug. And I'm, I promise I'm gonna listen. I was going back to listen to the roadcast, and I was like, "What's up with this one? You're just naming off people." Like, yeah. This, I was like, "Come on, man." No, we 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 try to put out content. We're not forcing it out there. Right. So that's why we're delayed on certain times because if if it doesn't feel right, I won't put it out. We have about six or seven recordings that we never aired, um, just because. It didn't do anything. It didn't go anywhere. It didn't involve anything. One of us was out of it. You know, just it, it just didn't the drive. The chemistry wasn't right. Yeah. yeah. Now, honestly, that's why I really appreciate the after party in Montana because mm -hmm. when I first wanted to do this podcast, I was like, once a month or yeah. every other week. And she's like, nah, consistency. Like, yeah. it has to be. People are going to be, like, tuning in. They're yep. going to want to know. Yep. And it kind of forced me to, like, be on my game yeah. and, like, take notes and try to have, like, mm -hmm. a good show because I don't want to put out crappy content. Yeah. So I try to have, like, mm -hmm. interesting guests who I mm -hmm. know are going to, like, do well. We know yeah. each other or, like, have some kind of chemistry. Mm -hmm. And then backed with, like, just in case yeah. we hit a spot, we're like, uh, oh, yeah, so. You it know? never happens. Is Brittany that mannequin out here? <laughs> oh, that's Brittany's man. Don't talk oh. about him like that. Is he your man? <laughs> Mr. Ooh. West, Mr. West. You got good taste. 
Oh. <laughs> All right. So uh, switching gears a little bit, you talked about how you rekindled some mm -hmm. passion for folks. Well, now I'm trying to rekindle mm -hmm. the shows with you. So yeah. Let's talk about April Speakeasy announcing it here first. Yep. It's going to be La Clica Takeover of yes, the Redwood sir. Room. Oh, and yeah. uh, are you excited, bro? Like, because you, know you used what? to throw I, shows, I, right? So, like, is this like? Are you feeling like a little? You feel young again? This is this is my uh, first dip into anything hip hop. Uh, I'm used to punk rock, so I want to do a punk rock style hip hop event. Um, so we're gonna have flyers. We're gonna have a street team go out there and pass out flyers where we can. And if we can't, we'll just tape them up on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old I school. mean, I got I mean, some people. We, we <laughs> if you print them, I'll put them. I'll get them out. <laughs> oh, dude, I'll put some homeless people to work, bro. Oh my God, they need the money, man. I can't trip. On you know that. what? I'll get them some shirts, print it on there, and they can wear it on the freeway off ramps, dude. Dude, I've actually it heard that's that's not the first time I've heard people giving out shirts to the homeless people for promo. Like, yep. Yeah. My old business. That's what we did. We gave away like, free shirts to homeless people and. We put our number in the back. Hey, man, whatever works. Yep. So what do we, who do we have on the lineup again? I know I have some openers somewhere, but who are you bringing? Who DJ you bringing? Mino, DJ Boggle. Well, actually not DJ, but Boggle 74 from the podcast. <laughs> Boggle 74, and yes. he's going to be DJ. <laughs> yes. Well, we also have, ooh, sorry, I'm talking bad with names. Bad mm -hmm. with names. Uh-oh. I, I booked Darkside and L Scatter. L Scatter, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. He was L. on the Scatter. podcast. Yep, he was it's, on the podcast as well. It was funny because when I brought it up, he was like, oh, I know those dudes. Ask them <laughs> about L Scatter. And I was yeah. like, is it going to be good things? He's like, oh, I was on the podcast. I was like, all right. So it's going to be good things. <laughs> is that, he's like, dude, those guys are freaking dope. I was actually listening to a CD on the way up right now. Well, I went to the uh, Mark Love Benefit mm -hmm. show, and he was hosting it. And nice. I went with Darkside. So yeah. it was all like all the old school heads. We yeah. were in the green room with like yep. Roscoz and freaking um, – uh, oh my god, now I'm blanking on names. Dude, See, it's rubbing, rubbing off, off dude, on rubbing me, dude. Off, man. Fuck out of here. Nah. <laughs> hey, don't be taking my bell, bro. It's my job. I could have brought my own, dude. Yeah, nah. But uh, we were in the green room, you know. Uh, I ate some free food, and I was I was just looking at like this kind of like the, um, the, the, the other generation, you know, because yeah. I feel like I'm. And this is a conversation I was having with my boy Face, is that I feel like I'm kind of an imposter, you know, like uh -huh. in this scene, because I, I started off doing with a band yeah so like when i first started doing hip-hop mm -hmm. with my band mm -hmm. in 2010 mm -hmm. 2012 or whatever it was like uh it was a different scene mm -hmm. i wasn't at these shows with all these mcs yeah. i was like playing with alternative yeah. bands punk bands mm -hmm. like it was just a whole different kind of yeah. like we were like in a different it's different it's just, it's it's like eating chocolate cake when you really want a vanilla shake you know Shake. Shake. Cake. Shake. What if you shake. want to shake? Yeah, you cake. Shake. Shake. No, so, so now that like, and then, so now that I like, I broke off from the mm -hmm. band, not in a bad way, but they started doing their own thing. Yeah. I, I had to figure out how to be like a real MC yeah. and control the stage and my DJ shit and really get into like hip hop culture. Cause mm -hmm. I realized that's where yeah. I was going towards. And now I'm in these circles and these spaces with like a bunch of people who know each other. And there's like this, this rich, yep. like LA history. Yep. And I'm kind of sitting there like, fuck, like I, I feel like I don't belong, you know? Yeah. So I'm always like kicking it with people who are from the culture. Mm -hmm. Like I'm connected in ways like that yeah. don't really make sense to me sometimes. I feel, there, cause I feel like, like, on Friday, dude, I showed up. I'm like, I'm so out of it. I feel one. I feel old as hell. Yeah, I mean, it was a younger. It was, yeah, yeah, and then, except for the one guy, he was like, "All right, dude, I'm cool with this guy." It's funny because the older people generate to they, each other. They just kind of get close to each other. Yeah, like, like, he gravitated fools. towards me. I'm like, "All right, cool." And the other guy gravitated. Like, All right, cool. I'm, I'm good. But work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> My only word I can say is work kills it. But what I notice in in the MC world is you cannot give a fuck. 
you have to have that mind of just I'm gonna do it no matter what the outcome is. Mm-hmm. You know, and the minute He's you start, man. yeah, it does. I see you go up there like, dude, this guy has fucking blue balls of steel. Like, not blue balls of steel, but blue balls. I feel that. Just kidding. Blue balls, wait, what? Blue <laughs> balls of steel. <laughs> blue balls of steel. That sounds like a record. Make that fucking. Bad depending. <laughs> no, but it, it 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 takes a certain character not to care about what other people think. Honestly, I mean, the outcome is what people think. Right, right. But when you're doing it up there, you just gotta let it flow because natural. You don't want to. You don't want to force it and make it sound fake you know and people tend to like genuine they, they don't want to hear somebody who's rehearsed and all that stuff right 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 you know i mean look, look at steve harvey just throwing a name out there he's a great host right because he just you never know what he's it. gonna say like yeah he, he makes a new viral youtube yep. clip like every yep. couple months and stuff because you yeah. just don't know what the fuck's gonna come out of his yeah mouth. if he comes out and saying and uh, now he's not in his personal way and he just comes out saying that's a zinger Every single time? <laughs> what, do you want to listen to that guy? Yeah, nah. Like, no yeah, corny. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know it's coming. Yeah, just be original, man. So, I mean, it's really cool to be able to move in these spaces, you know? Yeah. And, like, I'm happy. Honestly, like, the main reason why I want to click up with you and do this live show together is because um, I need older cats. Yeah. To, I, need, I, want, I need to, like... A lot of the music that we do is conscious. Yeah. And a lot of the young people, they they don't fuck with conscious shit. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, and like, yeah. so like you, you find you, I find my crowd to be mm-hmm. older heads from the previous generation yeah. who are into like message and mm-hmm. content, like, like the whole yep. enlightenment, third eye, spiritual yeah. type of movement. And that's why black and brown hang out. That's why, I, that's why dark side, Those we all resonate because cool they're all on that like progressive, like yep. message music, you know? Yep. And so like, like a lot of cats that I had on Friday were kind of in that, like... Yeah, I saw that, yeah. yeah. And so it's we're trying to, like, make that cool again, mm-hmm. you know? Make, bring that back, because I feel like we're, we lost a little bit of that yeah. punk rock yep. revolution. It's, all, yep. it's almost like we're, like, hip-hop's almost became glam now, you yeah. know? It's like it's lost a lot of that hardcore, like, fuck the system. It's like, better when it's underground, you know? Everything's better when it's underground, in my opinion. And what you have there is is you got people who are not just there to you know, be on Instagram, let's say. They're there to listen to the music and potentially learn something from the culture. I'm still learning shit from the culture. And to me, it's, it's actually amazing seeing these things because at your show, you have to be 21 to be there, but I'm pretty sure it was open all ages. There'll be some, you know, 10-year-olds in there. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I still get people that are underage that pull up not mm-hmm. realizing that it's a fucking bar and they can't get yeah. in. Like, Jump the gate in the back. <laughs> Just jump the gate in the back. Shh, don't tell people. <laughs> uh, That's but, OG punk rock. No, but yeah, like if it, we do do some space, like in mm-hmm. all ages spaces. Yeah. Like, you know, I've had rappers mm-hmm. rock. I've had Face and Barlow's yeah. rock at on Pacific yep. and have people get engaged. I've yeah. rocked on Pacific with my band, had people get engaged. Mm-hmm. Like there's certainly like, yeah, there's a whole, it's for everybody at some point. I mean, sometimes the content is a little intense and yeah. like, they're, they're like, cuss words or yeah. talking about drugs or whatever but for the most part it's like if you can get past that there's, yeah. there's a purpose for all that yeah, exactly know? i mean look where you're at too you're gonna hear that stuff you know it's real i mean curse, cursing is real yeah <laughs> drugs are real you Definitely. know all those things are real and, and if you close your mind to those things you want to stay away from it you're gonna say yourself a failure and i think that's a good place to end it Stay open-minded oh, yeah. and set yourself up for success. So yep. in the last 10 minutes of the show, I want you to tell the people where they can find La Clica, anything else you have yeah. upcoming, uh, website, where, how they find it on the apps, what apps are you the on? The website is a catch-all for everything. It's www.laclicapodcast.com. Um, there's, they have, we have a few links on there for everything. So we're on Spotify, iTunes, 
Google Podcasts, you know, we're on YouTube, um, we're on Instagram, like Liga Podcasts, you have the Facebook page, you have, just contact me directly, just email at gruncoreprinting.com. Wait, what? Gruncore Printing, I always kept that name, I always had the, the name of my production growing up, the punk show thing was Gruncore. Crunk. Grunk. Grunk. Grunt. Grunt? Yeah. Grunt. Grunt. Is that like a military thing? No, or? actually it was a... Oh, just an old term from old family members. Like, yo, Kyle used to always grunt. Like, ar, ar, ar. Yeah, and, and it had not, no affiliation to the military. When I went into the Army, then somebody was like, you're no grunt. You're not, an, you're not an infantry. You're not a Marine. Like, I'm not. But I kept the name. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> like I said, you can't give a fuck about this shit, Yeah, dude. right, right, right. But uh, you listen to a podcast. We're on Spotify. It's the easiest place to find it. We're on YouTube. Um, just search La Clica Podcast. You'll find it. And La Clica <clears throat> is L-A-C-L-I-K-A Podcast. Correct. All right, cool. And, and a lot of people don't know what La Clica means. It's, it's the click. <clears throat> we got the name That's from... That's like uh, gang shit, right? Yeah, we got the name from uh, from the movie uh, American Me. That's where... Is that the intro? You, hear, you heard the intro? Clica. Yep. When they give him the first black yeah, 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 the yeah. little kid blah, blah, before, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. before homie loses his leg. <laughs> You ever seen that movie? Yeah, no, I have. Uh, I was actually just talking about how that movie and Blood In, Blood Out are like the same movie, yeah. kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Both white guys lose legs in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the funniest part. I'm sorry, not funny when you lose a leg. But yeah, no, I mean, it's like the, the, correlation. the parallels, the parallels yeah. and how they just kind of like, just you just remade that movie, yep. yeah. We have, um, we also have big things coming up. Not necessarily podcast, but we're doing videos. We just did a, our first EDM event, once again, progressing uh, with open-mindedness. That was your first time. Not my first EDM show, man. I've been to a techno show, techno show back in '94, but when it was, was different, it. it was a lot yeah. different back then. Like now, the production and the I sound. went there, and let me tell you, you felt old again. I felt old as fuck, <laughs> dude. Was everybody all like ecstasy rolling and shit? Yeah, you know, I don't know what they were on, but they had energy, <laughs> and I'm back to like my fucking side. You're like my back, my neck, I was and my like, back. Me and Chris were both over there holding our back, leaning against, trying to look cool. Oh my god! I don't know how good he looked like this, picking oh your ass out, but it's all good. <laughs> oh my god, man! <laughs> but you know, I shot. We shot video. I took a group of pictures, man. Thanks to those guys for everything, dude. I'll, I'll put links on this for them. But that was my first EDM show, and you know we had, we 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 interviewed uh, DJ Blackout, and he does a lot of the dubstep type of uh, EDM, and he he oh, like heavy bass music and yeah, shit. and he did a lot. He told us he, he he's heavily influenced by metal, you know, by by well dubstep. If stuff, you listen yeah. to it, it's like it's, it's like electronic hardcore. And it had its yep. breakdown like wow 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 wow. And old Rick, old Rick would have not had given it a chance. I'm like, nope, that sounds stupid. Like what's all what's all like bright lights, you know? Certainly. Yeah, yeah. But, well, what's this noise? What's this noise? Yeah, here? It's like, yeah. Oh, dude, I can make that noise. Taking a, uh, <laughs> you can say it. Taking a shit. I don't want to get too gross. All right. Uh, well, I mean, how old are you, if you don't mind? I uh, just turned forty. So I mean, you not are not that old. No, but, but you're fucking. And I mean, my boy Jelani just had his fortieth. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I kick it with people your age. But yeah. I'm saying like, it's never too late. To yeah, try no, new things, true. open your mind. Like if you're a perfect example, like mm-hmm. you know, you just started a podcast at 39, yep. like yep. a year ago, right? Yep. Like you're going to new music, new shows, and yeah. just keep your mind open. And there, there's different stuff out there. A lot of people just like, oh, that's punk rock. That's just noise. Like listen to it. There's a message yeah. behind that, dude. My mom's the funniest when she says, oh, it's it's beautiful noise. Yeah. Y'all make beautiful noise. Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense to somebody. And there's there's a like DRI. A lot of people. 
sleep on DRI, but the DRI without DRI there wouldn't be no Slayer and stuff like that. I won't get technical, but DRI has some of the the most politically and also socially type lyrics out there, you know. And you gotta read through it, and it's poetry in my ears. I don't listen to poetry. I just, you know what? I can't, I can't stand when I don't understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. To me, that's like my thing with that music is like I'm all about like the yeah. technical shit. But then when yep. these, people, I'm see, like, what is going on that, right see, now? The reason I like that stuff because the stuff I couldn't understand, I'm gonna take it at face value. When you listen to like grindcore, where you don't understand the music, you read the lyrics. If you it's not it, a, yeah. you read, you actually, you back in the day, you had to open up the CD and read that shit. Now you have to go online. Yeah. Fucking poor, poor, poor future, right? So what do you call it? So if it wasn't like, oh, I'm, I'm going to kill you because this is the right thing to do under Satan. Those lyrics suck. Yeah. But yeah. there's other ones where, okay, this is constructive. This makes sense. And now when I hear the song, I know you what know what it saying. says. Yeah. So you fuck, you vi- it vibes with you. Yeah. One of my favorite bands, Blood, it's the same way. They, they're hard to understand. But once you break it, once you break down and you listen or you actually read their lyrics, you're like, oh, damn. You know? All right. So that's last tip. Read the fucking lyrics if you don't understand what fools are saying. Buy the CD to read it. <laughs> oh, well, honestly, that, I mean, that's I, I, the new Eminem album that just came out, the Kamikaze. Oh, yeah. I was, like, stuck on it for a long time. Outside, and I was listening dude. to it. And actually, me and my mom had gone on a trip. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to it the whole trip. Yeah. And she's like, what are you listening to? And I was like. All right, we're going to do this. So I played it to her, and I was explaining each bar uh, and, like, the metaphor and the references and, like, yeah. why, what it meant. And, like, yeah. little by little, she's like, oh, like, I, I kind of get it. Like, I'm not going to so, listen to it on my own, but I kind of so get it. she was kind of in the challenge a little bit. She, a little bit. Yeah. I, I convinced her, dick. <laughs> All right, y'all. Convinced your mom. <laughs> I appreciate everybody tuning in. I'm here every Monday night, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. I'm down to give you the audio so you can put it up on Lika's oh, like, yeah. channel, too. And okay, that way we'll put we it can on do there. a little swap cast. Oh, yeah. And then um, find me on Google. Just Google S-H-N-E-A-K-Y, sneaky.net. Sneaky ENT on Instagram. Um, and yeah, April 12th, La Clica Speakeasy Takeover with uh, some old heads, some new heads. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, Border X, Thursday to Sunday. And um, The Society, I'll be there at Mal's Bar Thursday night. Ratchet, party vibes, live art, performances, just a good old fashioned turn up. For the old guys, how much are the IPAs? Oh, at the, at the Speakeasy? Yeah. Five dollars, baby. Five dollar IPAs all night. For all you old fuckers on a budget. No, these old fuckers supposed to have jobs, man. They got wives. Oh, wives. Okay. All right. I feel you. <laughs> this gets a muted. <laughs> that was the first muted. That was the first oh, muted on the yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'll see y'all next week. Uh, I love you. I appreciate you. And make sure to follow everything, share everything. If you're subscribed to the podcast, please rate us, leave a comment. Super helps. Share my shit on Facebook and Twitter. Support mm-hmm. your homies that are doing cool shit, or else they're going to stop doing cool shit and have to wake up 30 yeah. years later and yeah. start doing cool shit again. Get off the computer and go to these shows, man. Yeah, man. Go meet people. Go vibe. Oh, open yeah. your mind. Go to new things. Take it from Ooh, Rick. Shout out to Sharif. Street veteran? Street veteran. Third world, baby. Bam. And that's how we take it Hell out. Yeah. All right, Brittany, take us out. You are now listening to The West Side of T-H-A-AfterParty.com.